0: Are you ready to start building the new you? Mark Job is discussing the change God wants to see today on Bold Steps.
1: So if you're going to follow yourself, you have to die to you so that Christ may live in you. And when Christ lives in you, he resurrects the new self inside of you. And now you're not living who you were, but you're living your new self in Jesus Christ.
0: Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute, and he's senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and today's program is the final Bold Steps program of 2023. And as so many people across the world start preparing their New Year's resolutions, we're going to be diving into the Word of God to see what kind of changes He wants to see from us now, next year, and beyond. We're in a message titled, Getting a Good Start, and we're learning how to make some serious spiritual growth by dying to ourselves. It's a profound and countercultural lesson from the book of Philippians. And if you need to revisit the first part of our message, just go to boldstepsglobal.com. Now, here's Mark Job with this year's final Bold Steps message.
1: Let me tell you, this is what happens when you become born again. When you become born again, That old you, that you that was in sin, that you that was the old self that did everything you wanted to do, the way you wanted to do it, when you come to Christ, you say, I am dying to myself. When Jesus Christ rose from the dead, he rose, but he wasn't the same Christ, he had a glorified body. When you became born again, your old self has been crucified. But you have been resurrected into a new self. A new spirit man is now living in you. Now notice what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 10. Are you tracking with me? Just nod. I want to to make sure I'm not losing anybody this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 10. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may be revealed in our mortal bodies. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. What's it saying? Why does Paul say, for we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus? Jesus said, if you want to follow me, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. You know what the cross is? The cross is a symbol of death. You know what denying yourself is? Denying yourself is saying no to yourself. It's dying to yourself. If you want to follow Jesus Christ, you have to determine that it's Jesus who's going to rule your life, not yourself. So if you're going to follow yourself, you have to die to you so that Christ may live in you. And when Christ lives in you, he resurrects the new self inside of you. And now you're not living who you were, but you're living your new self in Jesus Christ. Now you say, well, pastor, isn't that a tough existence? If you're always saying no, no to yourself, how many of you realize you have to say no to the flesh? you got to say no, because the flesh always wants more. Every person in this room battles the flesh. The flesh says, give me. Give me more. Give me now. Give me what I want. It's like a spoiled child inside of you. It wants, it wants, it wants. And you have to say no. 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 You say, well, what a, is that a terrible existence? No, because the more you deny the more you say yes to God and the more the more you give, the more you receive and the more fulfilled and satisfied you become. See, some of you are under a deception and some of you keep saying yes to the flesh because you think it's going to make you happy. And so that guy's out there and he keeps going back to that internet pornography site saying yes to it, yes to it, yes to it, yes to it. And he... he Takes a deep look at all this pornography, gets into it, but you know when he's done, he's more empty than when he started and he feels like he wants more and more. And he gets in this vicious cycle. Now he's every other day internet pornography, but you know what? He's not satisfied, he's empty. But the person that says, I know Christ lives in me, that temptation comes up. He says, no, that's the flesh. That's not the spirit. That's not who I am. I'm not going to denigrate women that way. I'm not going to expose myself that way. I'm going to keep my mind pure on God. I'm going to focus on who God is. I say no. No, no, and when I say no to that, I drink of the Spirit. And so he gets more and more filled of God, more and more full of joy, more and more walking in victory. So the brother over here that's saying yes to the flesh is going further and further down, more and more depressed, more and more empty, while the brother that's denying the flesh and getting filled with the Spirit is getting filled with more and more joy and power in his life because one leads to death and the other leads to life. That's the way it works, folks. And so you and I carry around in us the death of Jesus. Why? Because through his death, we are made alive. We celebrate death. Why? Because it's death that's brought us life. We're not morbid. We just understand, like in communion, we celebrate the blood. Why? Because it's the blood that's given us life. It's the sacrifice, the suffering that's brought healing and redemption to our souls. And we have been partakers in that resurrection. The Apostle Paul goes on, we're back to, back to Philippians. And becoming like him in his death, so that somehow we may attain to the resurrection of the dead. Because let, listen, you and I are raised spiritually. But you and I will never be fully raised until the resurrection of the dead. Now, let me explain that. You and I have been raised in Christ, and you have a new man. Thank God you have a new man. But you know what? You're not fully new. How many of you know that? You're new, but not all new. But one day, at the resurrection of the dead, when this body goes away, when you die, or when Jesus comes again, then you will be given a new body This old earthly body will go into the grave and will turn to dust, but you will be given a new body, and that new resurrection body will be free from sin, will be in the image of Christ, and you will be fully resurrected, completely. In other words, you will have reached graduation. I I, I hate to break the news to you, but from now until the day you die, you'll struggle with the flesh. You're going to struggle with sin. You're going to battle it. But when you're given a resurrection body, you will be fully resurrected. You will have the mind of Christ. You will have the body of Christ. You will be free from sin. You will have a joy like you have never experienced yet. Now we see through a glass darkly, but then we will see face to face. You will know like you are known. You will experience like you've never experienced before. You will enter into a degree, a place that you have never entered. It is called the resurrection is the hope of glory.
0: You're listening to Bold Steps with our Bible teacher, Mark Job, And the final half of our message is coming up in just a moment. You know, all of these lessons are available for listening anytime on our website, boldstepsradio.org. Mark? And you know, Wayne, this is our last
2: program of the year. That's right. It our is. last one. We December won't be with 29. People. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I would love to challenge our listeners to just send us a testimony, Hmm. uh, a a word of what God has done through you. We love to hear what God is doing in your life. So if a program is ministered to you, if you've taken a step because of this, we would love to hear from you. We read, we pray for people that uh, send in prayer requests. Uh, Some of the testimonies will air on air, not all of them, but some of them we will. So if you just go to our website and Let us know what God has done this year through Bold Steps. Go
0: to ask a question at boldstepsradio.org. Mark mentioning that, I'd like to read an entire letter we got from Christina. This is so unique. God is using Bold Steps powerfully. She says, My name is Christina. I'm a federal inmate in Johnson County Jail awaiting prosecution. I recently recommitted my life to God and would like to request prayer, my relationship with God, to continue to grow. And for my desires to continue to be transformed, to be in line with God's will and purpose for my life. I feel appalling to do prison ministry with adolescent females, hoping to share my testimony with them so I might turn them away from the criminal lifestyle and to share with them how much love God has for them. Christina says, I'm 34 years old and started going to prison at age 19. I've been to Texas Department of Criminal Justice three times, state jail one time, and now I'm sitting in federal custody. If I could help one young girl from following in my footsteps, it would be worth all the suffering. I don't know how much time I'll have to do, but I do want to use this time wisely. I greatly appreciate any prayer and resources you can help me with, and a mentor if possible. Love in Christ, Christina. is that amazing?
2: That is. And Christina, if you're listening, I just want to say you are in a place that God wants you to be right now for his purposes of transforming you. I love your heart to say, I I want young girls not to go through the same mistakes that I went to. So Father, I pray for Christina that you would empower her, that you would give her strength, that you would give her opportunity to minister to young women who still have a chance to avoid a life of crime. And I pray that you'd give Christina the boldness and opportunity to be able to do so in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Yes, amen. And you know, right now, you have the ability to help reach more listeners like Christina with the truth and transformative power of God's Word because you can play a part in this growing ministry by joining us as a bold partner and supporting this ministry with a monthly gift of any amount. If you choose to give a gift of $30 or more each month, you'll be eligible for a 50% discount on all Moody Publishers resources, including children's books, devotionals, Bible commentaries, and more, available at moodypublishers.org. We'll also get you a signed copy of Mark's book, Unstuck, out of your cave and into your call and put you on the list for Mark's exclusive bi-weekly email called the bold partner post. There's so many rewards and opportunities coming up in this new year and we don't want you to miss out on any of it. So sign up today and become a bold partner by visiting boldstepsradio.org. Now let's return to the second half of today's message and Mark's final lesson for the year called getting a good start.
1: And he goes on to say in verse 12, not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect. Paul was saying, hey, I haven't arrived. I'm an apostle and all, I know that. He had a revelation of Jesus. He wrote books of the Bible. God did miracles through him. But he says, I have not arrived either. Why? He had not arrived because he hadn't died. He hadn't been resurrected yet. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Now this word, press on, is a hunting word that means pursue until you catch. Paul says, I pursue. What's he pursuing? He's pursuing God. He's pursuing the call of God upon his life. He says, I pursue the call of God upon my life. I'm hungry and thirsty for God. I want more of God. I'm pressing in like a hunter chases a fox. They look for him. They have their dogs after him. They're hunting. They're pursuing. They're pushing. They're not taking a nap. They're not taking lunch. They don't say, let's take a little break. I mean, they are pursuing strenuously, aggressively. They are pursuing. Paul says, I press on after the things that God has called me to. He says, I press on. And I think sometimes, folks, we don't get because we don't press. Let me say that again. You see, I'm convinced that sometimes we don't get more because we don't press more. I believe sometimes we get as much of God as we press for of God. And if all you press for is crumbs off the table, that's what you get. If you're satisfied with crumbs, then that's what you get. But those that aren't satisfied, they press. They press in for more. They say, God, I don't want just crumbs. I want more. I want more of you. I'm hungry and thirsty for you. I'm hungry and thirsty for your presence, for your glory, for your knowledge. I want to know you, God. I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in. God, I know I have a little, but I want more like Moses did. And I believe it's congregations and people that press in. They press in beyond the superficial. They're not satisfied with a few crumbs. They say, that's good, God, but I know there's more. I want more of you. It's people that are hungry for God that press in for more of God that get more of God. The Apostle Paul says, I press in. I mean, I press in hard. I'm chasing after God. I'm chasing after God with an, with, with an aggressiveness. Because I want all that God has for me, and I want all of God for me as well. So he says, I haven't arrived, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers, verse 13, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. I haven't achieved it. I haven't gotten a hold of it yet completely. But one thing I do... I like this. Paul's getting excited here. and It's hard to get a lawyer excited. Paul was like a lawyer. He says, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul says, here's one thing I do, and here's what I want to say. Are you really serious about growth this year? Are you really serious about growth? Paul says, one thing I do. What's that one thing? He says, I forget what is behind. Now, how do you forget what is behind? Paul says, I choose not to remember what's behind. Why? Because a lot of us, if we're not careful, we can live off of our past. Good and bad. Sometimes we live off of our past. We say, well, you know what? I did this, and I knew this, and I got saved, and God did this in my life and that in my life. That's great. I'm glad he did all that. But what's God doing now? Do you have a testimony that's fresher than three years old? I mean, is there anything recent? Is there a new story? Is there a new evidence that God is working I'm Thank God He saved you seven years ago. But let me ask you this. Is there anything fresh? Anything new? Any new challenge of faith? Any new lesson that you've learned? Any new growth that's happened in your life? I mean, what is God doing now? And some of you are bound by your past, forgetting what lies behind. Some of you have a bad past. You're ashamed of your past. Hey... Paul said, forget it, forget it, leave it behind. Don't let your past chain you down. Whether it's a good past or a bad past, don't let your past hold you down because your past cannot be changed, but your present and your future can. Forgetting what lies behind. And straining towards what is ahead. See, what's important is not what you were or what you've done, Or your accomplishments, or your failures, or the things that have hurt you. What's important is where are you going now? What is your calling? What is your passion now? Are you hungry for God? Are you pursuing the call of God upon your life? I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. The image here in the Greek is of a runner straining for the final finish line. He says, I am pursuing to get a hold of that which God got a hold of me for. I believe this year there's a lot of people that need to get serious about God. And I believe there's a lot of people here in this room that need to say, you know what, I'm serious enough about God to pursue after God. And I want to know God. And I want to experience the power of God in my life. The power changing me, renewing me, using me. And I don't want to be afraid if I have to go through the valley of suffering or trial in my pursuit of God. Because I may have to give up some things. And I may go through a rough time. But you know what? It is worth it. Because there is a prize at the end. There is a high calling. There is nothing like knowing God and living in the call that God has for your life. Every person in this room has a call on their life. Tell the person beside you, you are called. Every one of you, you're called. You have a call on your life. Now, you may not know what it is. I don't know necessarily what it is, but I know that you have a call in your life that God has called you with a purpose. God has called you to know Him, to be changed by Him, and to be used by Him. You have a call and a purpose on your life. And my challenge for you this year is I want you to get serious about pursuing God. I want you to chase after God. I want you to determine I will press into God. I'm going to do it through prayer. I'm going to do it through the Word of God. I'm going to go beyond where I have been at my level in the past and I'm going to chase after God so that as I get all of God and all of God's calling upon my life I can fulfill the purposes he has for me that's a challenge for some of you it's going to mean change because you know what you haven't been pursuing you've just kind of been gliding It's kind of been resting comfortably God's saying, you know, it's a time to get, get go to another level. It's time to pursue me.
2: You know, we're at the end of this year. This is our final program of 2023. We'll be with you on Monday, but it'll be a new year. I'm wondering if some of you, before the year is over, that you need to make some decisions. I'm talking to someone that needs to make a decision to follow Jesus. Maybe you have been around Christianity. Maybe you have been exploring, but you've never made a clear commitment to say, I choose to repent, turn to God, and follow him. The Bible calls it being born again. And maybe some of you are making the decision of, I have been living in a state of halfway in, halfway out. And before this year is over, I need to make some choices, some clear choices. If that's you on the final program of this year, I want to pray for you. It would be sad that you go into the next year without having made some crucial, important decisions that could set your year, next year up in a whole different direction. So, Father, I pray for that person right now that knows they need to finally choose to follow you. I pray for that person right now, God, that is today choosing to bow their knee, to confess you as Lord and Savior, to repent, turn around from the way they've been living and say, God, today I choose to be your follower Come inside of me, wash me, cleanse me, make me new. I put my trust in Jesus, the Savior who died on the cross. And I ask that through your Holy Spirit, you would transform me into the person that you're calling me to be, a new follower of Jesus the Christ. I pray for that person right now. And I pray for that believer that's already made a decision but has allowed themselves to get sucked back into the world, live half-heartedly for God. I pray that 2024 will be a different year, God. I pray for a genuine commitment right now to say, Jesus, in 2024, before the clock strikes and we enter the new year, I'm committing myself, God, to make this a year that I pursue after you in a fresh, invigorating, uh, spirit-filled way, Father. So I pray for that person as well. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, and we can help you with that decision you just made, that important life decision to follow Christ. Mark has a video online at boldstepsradio.org. The video can help you take that next step. So when you go to the website, click on My Next Step. Mark, today is the final day, as we've mentioned. It's also the last day to request this month's special Bold Step gift, and I think this book really would make an excellent opportunity to follow through on that challenge you had today as we enter into this new year.
2: Yeah, what a great way to start the new year than by getting into Louis Giglio's book, At the Table with Jesus. You know, one of the ways that this year is going to be different is when there's consistency in spending time every day in the Word of God, reading, listening, putting your thoughts on Jesus. And I love this about Louis Giglio's book it's all about Jesus, 66 days devotional, focused on who Jesus is.
0: You're thinking about what resolutions to make, perhaps. You've made that resolution to spend more time with Jesus. This is an excellent guide.
2: Great start to the new year.
0: So don't wait. Request your copy of this Bold Step gift today when you make a donation of any amount to Bold Steps. Just go online to boldstepsradio.org or give us a call at 844-615-7363 That's 844-615-7363 by the way, if you've never given to bold steps before, now is an especially good time to start as we have an extra resource to send you with your first-time gift. It's a free devotional of Mark Job's brand new 30-day devotional. We really do want to help you get a great start to 2024 and Mark's e-devotional will help you deepen your walk with Jesus and kick off the new year right by getting more focused on Christ. So for a gift of any size from our first-time donors, you'll receive Pastor Louis Giglio's 66-day devotional and Dr. Job's new Bold Steps with Jesus e-devotional. That's two powerful faith tools to get your year started right when you make your first donation to Bold Steps. So go online today to boldstepsradio.org or give us a call at 844-615-7363. Well, Monday is New Year's Day and we'll be getting 2024 started with a powerful lesson on how to hear the voice of God. It's a message titled The Power in the Pause, and trust me, you won't want to miss it. So make plans to join us Monday, New Year's Day, right here on Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.